for a really, really long time, I've been wanting to make a new different podcast. And by different, I mean different to my scripted history, what's and all podcast, where I tell stories from history. I wanted to make something that was behind the scenes. I wanted to make a record of everything that was going on because some time ago I left my job as a hospital doctor with the plan to run away to the mountains and to write books and to create online content. And you know what? It's going really well. I really wish I'd made this diary podcast from the start. But hey ho, the best, or do they say, the best time to start is at the beginning and the second best time is right now. So what I wanted to do was make a podcast that was behind the scenes, looking at all the other things that go on in order to create the books and create the content online to see what works, what doesn't work, to talk to people, to talk to other people about their successes, to find that from them inspiration and motivation and the things that keep us going day to day, to day whilst trying to let's face it, match the income that I had as a hospital doctor. And that's not easy. There's a lot going on. And so I think it's a really good idea to record it, to enjoy the process, to enjoy the journey. And thanks so much for coming along for the ride. What happened was I was, I've been thinking about this for an age, but what happened was I was sitting in my car waiting for the kids to come out of a um, martial arts class. And I thought, I oh, just do it. I picked up my phone and I made an introduction audio to this new podcast. It's going to be called How to Lack Commitment. There's a story behind it and that's explained in the audio. So um, thanks for coming along for the ride and let's see how it goes. Welcome to episode one of my brand new podcast. I'm Susie Edge and this is How to Lack Commitment. Now, I am sitting in my car outside a hall where my kids are doing martial arts. I'm not joining in tonight. That's an, uh, That's another story. But there will be noises. This isn't um, this isn't a studio. This is real life. This is how it is today. I will get into the studio. I'll get behind a decent audio without cars whizzing past behind me. But tonight for this introduction, I just wanted to tell you what it was all about and do it in a pretty real way. So how to lack commitment. Yeah, I understand. Bit of a weird name. But there is a story behind it. And the story goes that I was working in the hospital as a junior doctor and I couldn't decide at that point which direction I was going to go in, which specialty I was going to join. I knew what I really liked and I knew what I really didn't like. But a lot of the acute things that I that I had in mind, well, I couldn't decide. And I was having this discussion with a senior clinician. Hello, pussycat. Looks like a wild cat. Oh, well, you don't get that in a studio, do you? Well, some people's do. Anyway, I was having a discussion with a senior clinician who was, well, this person, they went to school. They probably decided they wanted to be a doctor at, I don't know, 14. They did the work. They got the uh, exam results. They went to university. They went straight out of university into a job in medicine and worked their way up the ladder year on year until they got into this fairly senior position. And well done them. Perfect. Like, I'm not I'm not dissing that at all. Well done. But it's, it's not everybody's way. I have interests in other things. I said to that actual person that I said to them, I want to run away to the woods and write books. And they were like, why would you do that? So, you know, everybody's different. I had other and have other interests 
And that was my problem, that I could see lots of things that I wanted to do. And I didn't want to fall into that. I'm not even going to call it falling into a trap. It would have been falling into a trap for me, but it's not for everybody else. But I, I, I didn't want to fall into that or jump onto that ladder and year on year just keep climbing to that end. I wanted other things. And that person then said to me, you know, your problem is that you lack commitment. Now, I thought about that for a moment. And being a contrarian, of course, <laughs> I thought, no, hang on a minute. It's not that I lack commitment. It's that I have commitment for lots of different things. I want to try all these different things. I have a list of 50 things I want to achieve before I'm 50. I'm 44 soon, so I've got six years. I am working my way through that list. This year has been a shitty year, generally, <laughs> but I have ticked a few things of that off my list, so maybe it hasn't been so bad after all. I should probably say, now that I've <laughs> now that I've said the year was shitty, I should probably give a bit of a health warning on this podcast. This podcast is me. There's going to be some swearing, probably. It's not horrendous. Do you know who's really, really good at uh, <laughs> weather warnings? What do you call them? Warnings, warning shots across the bow at the beginning of a podcast. If you listen to Dr. Kate Lister, who has the History Hit podcast, Betwixt the Sheets, um, she runs the Whores of Yore, a really successful Whores of Yore on Twitter and elsewhere. She is, oh, for obvious reasons, she's really good at giving that warning shot at the beginning of her podcasts. They're all different and thoughtful, and uh, I should probably have given that as well. This is me, and this is what the podcast's going to be about. See, I have a podcast about history where I tell history stories and the problem is that when I make a video on TikTok that is not a history story I get a bit of pushback and that pushback is from people saying hey enough of the me stuff let's get back to the history and I don't think people understand sometimes how much effort it takes to make those history videos I'm really flattered if you think I just pick up my phone hold on a car going past it's a noisy one I'm really flattered if you think I just pick up my phone and start telling stories and, and have a nice little story arc and I have uh, quips and sarcasms and, and everything else in there as well. It actually takes a bit of research and it takes a bit of scripting and sorry to burst the bubble if you thought otherwise, but the history videos do take quite a lot of effort. I can't really do more than one a day with, with everything else that I do in my day. And so I probably do about one a day. The other stuff, if ever I pick up my phone and start making a behind the scenes video or a, this is what I've done today or this is how I'm feeling or this is what's bothering me or this is what I'm going to do or this is what's motivating me or this is what's inspiring me, I get pushback. I'm one of those people who enjoys all that behind the scenes stuff. I like watching other people make the behind the scenes and talking about it and talking about what motivates them, what inspires them, what's bothering them, what's worked, what hasn't worked. All of that stuff I really like. So I decided to make a diary podcast and that's what this is. And the diary will be, well, a mixture, I think. Me ranting about what's going on, me talking about what's worked, what hasn't worked, all about the process of leaving the, the hospital, leaving my work as a doctor, throwing my toys out the pram, if you will, and walking out on that life and trying to create, well, another car goes past, trying to create a creative life, trying to replicate that income, doing things that really float my boat, like writing and creating 
content on the internet around my other interests because I, when I was working as a junior doctor in orthopaedic surgery and uh, doing training in that regard, I was also doing a postgraduate degree in modern history as well. So, and you, do you know what? There's a lot of things. Back to back to talking about lacking commitment. There's a lot of things that I've done that have got me to this position that enable me to do what I'm doing now, which I am really proud of. But you wouldn't know they, they were there because I don't talk about them because they don't come into that history of medicine mix or history mix that I that I talk about elsewhere. So there's lots of things that I've done that I'm proud of. There's lots of things that I really want to do. I don't lack in commitment. I have every bit of commitment for lots of different things. And I think other people are like that too. And if you are, welcome to the ride. We'll find out what works and what doesn't work and we'll take it from there. So, in the spirit of a diary, what's been going on? I went down to London last week. It was a bit last minute. I went on the train. <laughs> um, it's funny how I always think I'm going to get work done on the train and it never happens. I can read a book at most, but I can never really achieve work. So I went down to London on the train. I stayed in Covent Garden overnight and I went to a screening of a Sky History programme, which is coming out in a few days time. It's called Royal Mob. And you know what? I'm not just saying this because I was invited to the screening. I'm saying this because it was good. It was bloody good. It was really sophisticated. I loved the, the drama and the acting was really good. And the actors were, well, I mean, they were a good looking bunch, you know. <laughs> I'm going to be shallow. They were. I thought they were really good. And then mingled with mingled with the historians who knew their stuff. The story is of the Hesse sisters. So they were the granddaughters of Queen Victoria, four sisters who who went off and married through the world and had really fascinating lives to follow because I mean, the granddaughters of Queen Victoria were talking First World War time, aren't we? And they went off to Germany and Russia, etc. So really, really interesting stuff. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the next uh, episodes. I think that I would definitely highly recommend watching it. I learnt loads, actually. It fed my own ideas as well and my thoughts for my creative content. Because also this week, I signed on the dotted line to write another book. I know quite a few people have been asking me about that. It's in the pipeline. I'm doing it now. It's I love this part of it. I really love getting into the nitty gritty, the research and the writing and deciding what goes in. I'm not going to tell you what it's about yet. That's going to come. We will do an announcement when the publishers are ready, maybe when the book's actually ready to go on pre-order as well, because we did that last time and there were a huge number of pre-orders of a book which basically had my picture on the front cover, which was really funny. But there you go. So we will announce that when it comes. I have been a bit, how shall I put it, down in the dumps about social media this last week. And I think the thing about social media is that, I don't know, you can't have it both ways. It's a little bit like how I feel about the royal family and the newspapers. Like, they need each other. And the celebrities need the media. Media need the celebrities. That's how it all works. I get it. I need social media to promote my work. Without it, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, and I totally get it. Does that mean that I have to put up with the bullshit? 
I mean, no, I shouldn't have to. We shouldn't. Nobody should have to put up with all of that stuff. But that stuff happens. And so we have to find mechanisms to cope with it because it's all very well saying, oh, bugger the haters or just ignore it. Yes, absolutely. Totally agree. But you have to see it to be able to get to the good stuff. And I don't want to miss the good stuff. See, the thing is, I got quite overwhelmed in the last few weeks after the release of my book. And the reason for that is because so many people wanted to talk to me, book me for things, tell me about how they'd ordered the book, how they'd received the book, how they were enjoying the book, uh, telling me about problems with bookshops, which, I mean, I get it. Like, another Land Rover goes past I get it, right? I'm really accessible online. That's part of what I do. But if I ordered, for instance, if I went to a shop and I ordered something, if I went to a, I'm sitting in a Mazda right now, if I went to a a, a car dealer and I ordered a Mazda and then it took quite a long time to come, I wouldn't then go to the designer to ask about it. I'd go to the shop. But the problem is that I'm super accessible online. And so people think that I'm the person to go to. Now, I mean, there haven't been many of these, but there's been a few and there's been enough to rattle me because I think, again, people expect me to just drop what I'm doing and jump up and deal with their problem. And the thing is that I want to because I'm a nice person and I want to help and I want everybody to be happy. And that's you know, I, want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a bitch sitting there going, no, do it yourself. That's not me. And so that's where the overwhelm comes in because I want to help everyone. I want to acknowledge everyone. I want to be there for everybody. And I can't because there are only 24 hours in the day. I have my work. I have my children. I have my home, etc. So I have felt quite a lot of overwhelm of late, but I think that is because of my nature and the fact that I want to be there for everybody and I want everybody to be happy. That being said, some people take it too far, don't they? I have blocked quite a few people on TikTok specifically in the past few days. For some reason, the fury has been strong. Some of them are just really weird. Like, there haven't been people... It's not been like, oh, you're ugly or, oh, you're fat or... Oh, you're, I don't know, I don't know, you know, people, people question my sexuality because, what, my hair is short? (laughs) Like, okay, whatever, you need to get out more if that's what you think. But that doesn't really bother me. It doesn't bother me at all, actually. What does bother me is the really weird stuff where people come onto my page and start ranting at me. Uh, I get... Quite a few nationalist Scots, and and I think that's that's quite funny because I never make any political chat on my TikTok. My TikTok is about history, and there is the possibility there, like I could go and talk about that, but it doesn't happen. I don't do it because it's not, you know, that that's not the place for it. Of course, I have opinions. This isn't just where I uh, voice them. But people make assumptions based on, what, my accent? There are some people in Scotland who are very angry with me for living in Scotland and sounding like I'm from England. That's weird. Like, it's just really weird, isn't it? So (laughs) there's been a few of those that I've had to deal with lately and really ranty. and, And, you know, I 
I'm a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay, he's. <laughs> I mean, if you want, if you want to avoid swearing, don't go there. Although he does have a, what does he call it? Curse-free Gary V. I think now you can listen to. I've listened to Gary Vaynerchuk since he was doing wine videos like years ago when our children were babies, <laughs> and um, one of the you know, and he's very much taught me to understand people see what they want to see people hear what they want to hear and frankly if people are abusing me on the internet then poor them they really need to get out more and do other things and uh and I and I genuinely because uh because of him I now understand and, and feel sorry for a lot of people who feel that's necessary to do that one thing that I will not absolutely will not put up with is when I block somebody on one channel, that they then come after me on another. Take the hint. I will not engage with you if I block you on one channel and you come and complain about it somewhere else. It's not It's not going to happen. I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, of course, you're so right. Come and have a go at me on this channel as well. And of course, I'll let you back into the fold. Uh -uh, no, does not happen. My good opinion once lost is lost forever, as a certain Mr. Darcy would say. This is not going to happen. Come at me elsewhere, instant block. Come at me elsewhere again, instant block. Like, it's just, I'm not going to change my mind. Take the hint. Anyway, that's a big rant. That's enough about that. So the diary for this week, some really good stuff. Went down to London, went and saw the Sky History premiere, drank some champagne. That was very nice. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. Um... There'll be more of that. I'll talk more about that later. What else? Uh, sign for the book. That was brilliant. Had a bit of abuse online. <laughs> I've got over it now. Like I had a really bad few days and actually probably joined together with, um, and this is where we're going to get a little bit kind of real life, but all of that's probably joined together with time of the month issues. And frankly, I have walked out on jobs. I've walked out on relationships. I've told people to get stuffed. I, I've done... I've done real cut the cord things at that time of the month because my threshold for dealing with shit is lowered. And when my threshold for dealing with all the crap that might come at me is lowered, I'm going to sever ties and walk away. So there might have been a bit of that as well. And that's fine because if it was making me uncomfortable and I was just putting up with it when I was in a good mood, when my defences are lowered and I cut things off, then that's just how life works. So there's a bit of that as well. <sighs> I'm out of breath. I think this might be a bit poppy when I listen it back. It might be, it might be a bit poppy. And um, yeah, I do apologise for that, but I don't really, because as I said, I'm sitting in my car. <laughs> this is This is real life. I've got a moment to talk to you, so I'm sitting in my car. In the future, I will... I intend to talk to people, interview people, talk to people who are motivating, who are inspiring, who do great things, talk about the process, talk about creative life, talk about what works and what hasn't worked and what we want and how we're going to achieve it and all these good motivating things and just bring it, bring people together who make me feel like this is a good thing that we're doing. And so... And so I don't know how long this has lasted, but maybe this has given you some insight into the next wee while with this podcast where we're going to severely lack commitment, but we're going to do really good things. 
I'm going to try and get this bit in by the time the kids come. Oh, no, they've seen me. So books that I've read recently and books that I want to read. What's in my to read pile? The Bookseller of Inverness. I whipped through that. It was so good. S.G. McLean. That's a um, no, the door's about to open and we've run out of time. I'll do this later. Hello. Hello. Things I've read and listened to this week. I should come up with a better name for that, shouldn't I? If it's going to be a regular slot. I wanted to share the books that I've been reading, the podcast episodes that I've been listening to. I get asked that quite a lot on TikTok. Sometimes by the time I go back to to make, to make an answer to that question, I've read something else or I've listened to something else and uh, it passes us by. So a regular slot, perhaps, what I've listened to, what's been inspiring me this week. I read on the train on the way back from London, mostly, I read S.A. Cosby's Razorblade Tears. Sean Cosby was, well, he, he, he was accepting an award the first time I ever saw him. And in this really short acceptance speech, he told a story. It was a roller coaster. It really was a roller coaster. And then I saw him interviewed as part of a panel at a crime writing festival. And again, such a way with words, such an understanding of people. And I loved him. I just fell in love with him amazing guy but I left his book in London I was gutted and so I was able to pick it up last week when I went down um I went down to London quite last minute uh, but I, I made sure that I went into the shop and picked up the book where I left it and I and I read it mostly on the way home it was absolutely fantastic so yeah S.A. Cosby Razorblade Tears it's quite violent uh it's in deep South America it's very different to what else I've been reading so uh yeah good on him good stuff the Bookseller of Inverness by S.G. McLean. That was really good as well. That's totally different. This is set in the years after Culloden, which was 1746. It's set in the Highlands of Scotland. It's all about the aftermath of... I mean, it's a novel, but it's set in the in the times of the aftermath of Culloden. And it was absolutely brilliant. It, it's, it's set here in the Highlands where I live. So it was nice to read that. I enjoyed that. Uh, what have I been listening to? Well, yeah, I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk all the time, as you know. I listen to The Bestseller Experiment. That's a favourite of mine. But also this week, I listened to Gabby Logan talk to Stephen Bartlett on his Diary of a CEO. Diary of a CEO is probably one of my biggest inspirations to start making this diary and to start recording my journey with everything that I'm doing. Because, I mean, some people find it interesting. But also, it helps me look back at the week and reflect and see where things are going and that's been already that's been really good already in making this podcast episode it's been really good so that's diary of a ceo listen to that as well so that's been this week i think i'll make those more interesting <laughs> as we go on let you know there's some, some sort of weird culture corner or something we'll figure it out we'll figure it out this is just the introduction and day one and we'll figure it out from there where can you find me this week? Well, I will be on TikTok at Susie Edge, on Twitter at Susie Edge as well. On Instagram, annoyingly, I'm Suze.Edge, but I post there as well, behind the scenes things. And I've got a podcast coming out for warts and all. That will come out on Friday. That's going to be about the history of surgery, breast surgery, amputation surgery. We're going to pop by the old operating theatre to do that one. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm also sitting at my desk and writing. So the new book is on the go. 
again, I'm not going to say much more about that, but it's it's got to be, yeah, I've got to keep going on, uh, keep going with that because these things take a lot of time and I don't have a huge amount of time before that deadline. It's going to be approaching fast. So that's where I'm going to be at my desk mostly. Do you know what? I think I might start going back to the martial arts classes as well. I've had quite a long hiatus for various reasons, one of them being health and... I know, I know that if I go back, that will help, but it's getting over the hurdle, isn't it? It's getting out the door is the hardest thing to do. I've got a friend who has taken up walking and running a lot lately, and it's improved her health and her mental health enormously. And she's invited me to join her on one of these conqueror challenges. She's just, I'm just waiting for her to finish one that she's on, and then I'm going to join her on one. And so I'll be getting out and getting some steps in as well just out in the fresh air need some more of that I might go back to the well I will I w- okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the martial arts class next Tuesday it means I can't sit in the car and record another podcast but I'll do that another time I'm gonna say to you now I'm gonna go back to the martial arts class next Tuesday <laughs> here's hoping nothing drastic happens in the meantime that'll stop that happening but I'll make a public declaration now that's what I'm gonna do next week so it's already helped me hasn't it What's your public declaration this week? Are you going to make one? Let me know. You can find me at all those channels and I will see you next time.